0: One of the things that the team values more in Euronext is the multicultural, because it makes us as individuals to grow, to understand better other cultures, to understand better what is happening in other nationalities. I always like to study and study myself in order to guarantee that I have more impact on others. The only way to gain scale is to empower the people, grow the people, and guarantee that they succeed. And if they succeed, you succeed. It's not the stronger that survive, but the ones that adapt quickly to new things. I like change. If I'm too steady for a long period, I'm not comfortable. Success from the past does not guarantee the success in the future.
1: This is Sierra TV. My name is Hendrik Dekkers. I'm here today with Manuel Bento, who is the CEO of Euronext Technologies. A very warm welcome, Manuel. Thank you. So, Manuel has more than 19 years of experience in, in IT in all different areas, and he's been at Euronext for three years, where he's not only the CEO of Euronext Technologies, he's also the group CSO, and he's also a, a board member of Euronext in Lisbon. Uh, He has an uh, an engineering degree in computer science and an MBA in management. And of course, we all know Euronext as the leading pan-European exchange in Belgium, France, Ireland, Netherlands, Portugal and the UK, where more than 1,300 companies are listed with a total market cap of almost 4 trillion euros. A lot of money going on in this organization, uh, Manuel. So again, a very warm welcome to this uh, episode of uh, a Leadership Deep Dive and I immediately uh, wanted to talk with you about the trading system that you have developed over the last couple of years. Can you tell me what the, what the challenge was and how did you address it and what the results were of this new system that you have built?
0: So in Euronext we have several businesses, the software that we built for our own uh, trading systems. Yeah but as well the software that we built to uh, sell to customers, service oh, yeah. to okay. customers. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the challenge that we had was uh, two years ago, what to do with uh, the software that we sell. Why? Because new regulation was coming and probably the revenues that we had to that service were at risk yeah. uh, with limitation on the number of instruments that could be traded. So we had a business that we wanted to protect, yes, and we needed to be inventive with our customers as well, uh, to guarantee that we can uh, go forward and uh, come up with the solutions that, on the one hand, could protect the business and for our own uh, uh, to our next uh, as well to uh, pitch for new uh, selling opportunities yep. as well. So um, we decided to move on with a new project uh, of a new trading solution, uh, which is uh, the periodical auction so it changes a lot the way that we do the trading and we started with the project on in porto the team was quite new the challenge was huge the customers was demanding as well and the project started so uh, was we, the
1: development from scratch was like a no, greenfield all the thing
0: uh, what we did was to catch the current uh, the system that we had but we had to implement new algorithms new complex algorithms we changed totally the way that we did uh, the trading uh-huh. itself. Uh, and the, the number of variables compared with the solution that we have for the trading, for at uh, least, uh, and for, you know, the, the weights of, of, of a trade inside of the trading system was very, very complex. Uh, it was much more complex than the solution that we had before. So we wanted to do it because we need to save... Uh, to to, to, to save, save the clients the, the
1: and attract new ones.
0: And attract new ones. So we wanted to do that. So we started with the team, uh, uh, mainly in Porto, but as well from other locations. So uh, it was uh, teams from Paris as well that uh, supported to this uh, to this project, and we wanted to guarantee that we could achieve the the, the goals and the results that we had. And uh, during the execution, the project execution, it was tough. It was tough. Why? Because. One, one of the things was that the team was new as well in Porto, but as well the system was very complex itself. On the other hand, we had a demanding customer that was pushing us to guarantee that we deliver with the quality, on time, on budget, uh, with everything. So it's, uh, uh, we wanted to guarantee that we, did, um, that we will do a good, uh, a good project on that. We had to do, to guarantee that we have a good algorithm in that, we tried to connect with the local universities as well. So we were we on board for three workshops uh, one professor specialized in algorithms in there that uh, help us to think differently to the, to the approach of, uh, of the trading system and it was very helpful to, to do that. On the other hand, you know the time was passing and it was uh, we, need, we, we had deadlines to, to, to achieve. And I remember quite well uh, that I had to step up uh, to step up as, uh, as the CEO but to be together every day uh, in the morning with the teams, to guarantee that uh, everything was clear and that the dependencies that they had, uh, I uh, was there for helping them and to support them. To guarantee that they, that they could achieve, uh, that was in one hand. On the other hand, I had as well uh, calls every week with the customer to guarantee and to comfort them that we were at the top level of the organization. To guarantee that the project will uh, will be the and the product will be delivered. So we did that for three months, more or less, in the end of the project, to guarantee that. It was quite interesting uh, as well. And for the team itself, uh, it was quite interesting because the pressure was, was, was huge. But as well, they had the support from the senior management in there to, to to support them and to guide them and to make them focus on what is important and what is not important for the, to, to 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 escape that. It was a demanding project, and I remember still still today the team uh, the team when I found them in the elevator or I just have a talk uh, in the coffee or whatever, they still uh, come to me saying that that was really. A, challenging time tough time to deliver the the project but we see the support from the senior leader to uh, to support to deliver the project that was that and that for me is, is is still today rewarding because i just we just not deliver the project but as well at the same time i could grow the pe- the people and the and the professionals yep. so it was it was really really uh, rewarding
1: yep. Is, is there a special challenge in, in uh, developing trading systems because they're like real-time systems and um, I can imagine that the complexity there is, is, is higher than in traditional administ- administrative systems, is that correct? Yes, in
0: there the challenge is the speed. So the, the, the trading, uh, the trading uh, is measured in microseconds. Uh, in other businesses we, we measure the trade or whatever or the transaction in uh, milliseconds. In, the, in here we measure it in microseconds. Uh, this means that the trading systems need to be at work in memory, no access to disk, no access to, to, other, uh, to other equipments or to other databases or whatever. Everything is traded in memory, but at the same time you need to, uh, to guarantee the persistence and that the things are, are safe and that they, they are secure. So we need to build a lot of algorithms to guarantee that, shared memory, usage of memory and as well uh, special languages that uh, some of the traditional languages that we do have, it's not possible to achieve these this, this, uh, this, uh, microseconds.
1: How did you manage to, to build a team for this? Because there's like highly specialized experts that you need for this kind of, of, of work.
0: So that, that part was, was another, another, uh, another project that we, uh, that we had to onboard the, the, the team to Porto. So the team has uh, around three years now, the, the overall technology center that we have in there, uh, it has three years. And uh, we went to specialize uh, companies that have these uh, special companies or uh, industries that have this kind of profiles. The technology that we that we use in trading systems usually is, is C plus So meaning that we we have to go to the some industries where uh, these kind of profiles exist in there, and then train them. In the trading systems, because there is there was no experience here in, in, in Portugal on that, so we had to train them. We had to do a good a good a good training sessions with business fun, uh, functionalities as well. The the technology they, they were technology experts, so we need to guarantee that they, on one hand, have the correct training in business, but as well that they know the products that we do have. So it was both both of them.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, how how challenging is it? to find um, really top talent in, in Portugal. Because you have a special... I mean, the economic situation is not always that easy around here. It's also a, company, a, a country where um, uh, education system, I think, is a quite, quite high level. Can you talk a bit about that, the talent in in Portugal, how is that?
0: Yes, I can talk uh, about the talent in Portugal generally. Uh, Our company is based in Porto, but I know quite well as well Lisbon. I lived in here for uh, several years. My professional career was mainly in in Lisbon then. So I know both of the realities. Um, And uh, you're right. So depending uh, on the economic t- situation of the country, uh, different challenges are arise. And the, the, the coming uh, last, last couple of, of years, uh, the economic situation uh, had a turnover. Mm-hmm. And the, 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 the country is doing better, much better now. And what we observe is that a lot of companies are coming to Portugal. A uh, lot of companies uh, on the IT sector yeah. are coming to Portugal. So, meaning that we have full employment in, in Portugal on IT, oh, full, yeah. full employment. Uh, each one that uh, leaves the university, uh, any, any trainee, find a job easily in, in, in any of, uh, of those companies, mm-hmm. because it's not just internal consumptions of the co- Portuguese companies, but as well uh, operations like the one that I, I am leaving, Euronext uh, There are several other operations that come to Portugal last couple of years, and uh, there are more to come. So the challenge uh, is on one hand to attract the talent and on the other hand to retain it. So
1: So how do you do that? How do you attract and retain people?
0: The first thing that we did in the beginning, it was three years ago. Uh, It is the situation from there to now evolves, of course. But uh, three years ago, we had a good brand awareness. Uh, Euronex has a good of brand course. awareness, yeah. uh, as, uh, as uh, we, we do operate in Euronex Lisbon. And uh, it's, uh, in the financial sector, it's well known. Uh, so the brand awareness was one of the, of the things And the that, helps. that helps. Yeah. But then one thing is to attract and to get in touch with the people. Then we need to convince them to, to come, show the project, the challenge that we do have. The people like these kind of challenges. Um, and then we need to guarantee that we retain them uh, with good projects, with uh, empowering them, uh, give them the, the, the freedom to think on new things as well. And uh, one of the things that uh, the team values more in Euronext is the multicultural. Okay. Why? Because we are not a big company, so not a big, uh, large con- company. We are a medium company at the Europe uh, scale. But uh, on a daily basis, we do have meetings uh, with the colleagues from other locations. Two, three nationalities, four nationalities on a daily basis. Why? Because we need to build projects, we need to deliver solutions, we need to deal with IT issues, with the, with the market uh, issues as well. So we need to talk with our colleagues in other locations. And that is one of the big advantages that I see in Euronex. Why? Because it uh, gives us, uh, you know, not just the exposure internationally with several different, uh, but it makes us as individuals to grow, to understand better other cultures, to understand better what is happening in other nationalities. Because one thing is what we see in TV or inter- internet or whatever about the countries. Other thing is to have a coffee with the, with people from those countries. Yeah. So you need and to discussed. deal
1: with the, with the French, with the Dutch, with the with the English, with the Irish, all very different yes. cultures. Yes. So how, how do you do that?
0: Uh, <laughs> we just do it. <laughs> we have to work together. Yeah. We need to deliver stuff, so we just do it. It's, uh, it's, it's natural, we are all from the same company. Yeah. Uh, we, we just acquired a new, a new company and now in Oslo, uh, in Norway. Okay. And last week I was in there, uh, the second travel that I did in there, uh, business travel. And I found a lot of people in there, so some from, from, uh, from Dublin, other from Amsterdam, other from Paris and we meet in there and it was, you know, it's natural now. Okay. We are in the same company, we need to work together and that's it.
1: My experience is that people in Portugal are very strong in languages in general, No, yeah, yeah compared yeah, to some other, uh, let's say Mediterranean countries. English, French, Spanish—it's—it's not. I mean, it's pretty good the level here, and that allows you to, to to play an international role from from here as well. no?
0: yeah, that's why some companies decided to move to Portugal as well. I think the, this is key as well. That's why a lot of people are, a lot of companies are coming here because, especially as well, because of that, because yeah. the level of languages is, is is pretty good.
1: Let's talk about security. I mean, yeah. <laughs> in an exchange, so much money going on here. Security, cyber security is, is a, a, a top concern, is, is a top issue, I can, can imagine. That's also your responsibility. How, how do you do that? And, and I also understand you build a new cyber security team. Can, can you talk a bit about that?
0: Yeah, so uh, with the setup of the technology center that we have in Porto, we wanted to have a team, a new cyber security team in there because the previous one was elsewhere and we migrated the services from, from there to Porto. We wanted to attract talent. It was the most difficult team to build. It was the most difficult team to build because we, had, we wanted to bring diversity. We wanted to bring a lot of experience from different businesses as well. And with different profiles as well. Uh, some profiles more operational, some profiles more, more uh, curiosity to test, to do whatever. Others to risk, uh, to, to, uh, to assessment of risk. And we wanted to have that diverse team. And it was it was not easy to attract the, that talent. So you,
1: you, uh, do I understand it correctly? They say diversity is a key thing in building a successful security team.
0: Experienced diversity, yes,
1: for Experience sure. Experienced diversity.
0: Yes, yes. We wanted to have more uh, women on the team. Uh, we wanted to have, but it's uh, the usual uh, IT uh, problem it's that trouble, we do have. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately. But in terms of uh, professional diversity, we want to have that. So we, 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 we hire from different companies, ex- backgrounds. Uh, we hire as well people with l- less maturity, but uh, keen to learn as well. We hire some experts and very solid people with a lot of experience as well in there. So with this mix of uh, young and, and more solid people, we build the cybersecurity team. The team is composed by, um, by four uh, different uh, blocks or different uh, uh, departments. One is more dedicated with um, regulatory stuff that we need to comply with, uh, risk uh, risk assessments, uh, answer to questionnaires. Another team is the engineering and the architecture team, which designs secure solutions together with the rest of the of the of the project teams on the other departments we have as well a pen testing team and red team, team team that is constantly assessing the our infrastructure our issues that we do have and testing on a continuous way they hire as well uh, external experts to you know to guarantee that we have different angles to to see the issues of cybersecurity yeah. but those guys are there on a daily basis to test our 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 cybersecurity, and then we have a SOC team, a security operation center, that monitor our infrastructure on 24 by seven as well. So, it's How
1: big is uh, your next technologies in total, and, and how what percentage of that work in, the, in the security teams?
0: We have uh, around 300 people, mm-hmm. and in cybersecurity, we're around
1: 22. Okay, so that's 22. a big team. For, it's a big team. Yeah.
0: It's a big team because you know uh, we operate in the technology market, uh, with a lot of exposure to the outside. A lot of countries as well that see us. So we have, uh, uh, we are a CIN, so it's a very visible company. And we wanted to make sure that uh, we are secure and that we comply with everything that is required and that we are uh, the best uh, secure as possible. No one can be that is 100% secure and that is 100% safe. <laughs> but uh, we wanted to mitigate all the risks, all the big risks that we do have.
1: Because it's an endless game. The yep. hackers always get more and more better and more mature. So you have to step up.
0: Absolutely. That's,
1: uh, that's Absolutely. an amazing thing. Eh? The, yeah,
0: the... Yeah. and, the, and the, my teams are always learning. Always yeah. learning, always in forums to see the things we receive as well. News from the outside. Uh, threat Intel services that we do have that advises the new things. So it's 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 a lot that that the team has, and that is one one of the key topics to retain the um, the, the talent. Because one thing it was difficult to to set up the team, but it's uh, we need to guarantee that the team is happy to deliver what they have to deliver and to do what they have to do. And at the same time that they don't go away, because you know, as you know it, uh, cybersecurity services are uh, the people that have a lot of knowledge. The experts are uh, a scarce resource in the in the market. Mm-hmm. So what we do is to you know uh, deliver some kind of freedom, of course, uh, regarding our business and uh, what we need to protect. But then they leave these uh, these initiatives. So uh, I empower people to guarantee that they can deliver that they can uh, do uh, the roadmap. Of course, then in my leadership style, I control, okay? It's not totally freedom, mm-hmm. but uh, they are empowered to do and to deliver. And as they are learning, as they are delivering, and as, as they have this freedom, they stay, they stay. And they like to work on the company because they are doing, uh, doing a lot of stuff that they like.
1: Another of, uh, one of your responsibilities is the data office. Can you talk about that, what the function is and how do you um, you lead that?
0: So this is a new function that I started in the beginning of this year. Uh, What we do have is teams based in Porto and in Dublin uh, reporting to me and we want to cover two main aspects. One is regarding the data governance within the company. Uh, We are as well a data-driven company, so we produce a lot of data with the trades. Yeah,
1: and data is the lifeblood care. of your company. Yes. and we need
0: to, 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 take, to, and to handle it uh, properly. Yeah. So we have the governance team that guarantees all the governance procedures and the data flows and where is the data, where are the masters of information, the lineage, all the things. And uh, we have another team that is uh, looking to data quality to guarantee that the uh, data is not polluted to sor- with sources or transformed with things that should not be done. So we, need, we have this data quality. And the result of that is the data that we do sell to our customers and that we send to our regulators as well and that we, that we manage properly that information. Of course, we, we have some business uh, owners and business uh, functions that monetize that data and guarantee that we get, uh, the, that we get money from, from, from that data. But these are two pillar teams to guarantee that the data that we produce and that we sell to our customers and that we monetize in addition, um, that are uh, correctly handled and with the proper quality.
1: You're also a board member in the Euronext Lisbon office. So that means you also have a commercial mind you need to think about, and also understood that your new trading system has also attracted new clients, right? So, how, how are you, how commercial are you in your, in your function?
0: I have two, two main things to deliver. So, one thing is going to be that we deliver the, 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 what you promise, and that is pure IT, but as well that we can drive more, bring more business to the company. And that is one of my key roles. What I wanted to to develop. I'm original from uh, from the IT. Usually, my mind is more think on deliver, on build stuff, on deliver stuff. And uh, in the recent years, I'm more on the as well changing to the to a business role as well to bring additional sources of revenue, to talk with customers. To guarantee, to search for opportunities, and that is something that I'm been developed in these, uh, in the new trading system that I, I just told you, but as well in Aeronex Lisbon uh, to guarantee that we handle customers and that we uh, can guarantee uh, more sources of, uh, of revenues.
1: Okay. So we already um, talked about the different teams in, 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 in IT here, but can you give us the big picture? How is IT organized in Euronext?
0: Okay, so this is like other multinational company, matrix organization. Uh, so we are in a matrix organization. I have uh, one report line, which is uh, for the group uh, CIO of, of, of the group. So he handles the team uh, based in uh, Porto, uh, Paris and Dublin, and in the future in, in in Oslo. I report to him as a group, um, uh, as a group CIO. I have teams in Porto that are run in a matrix as well, so I have the cybersecurity team that reports to me and I lead uh, people that are based as well in Paris uh, and, and in Dublin, all my responsibilities. And I have some people in Porto where I am the, C- uh, the CEO of the company uh, that are managed by other managers as well from, from Paris. So this is the typical matrix organization that we do have uh, where we have to be flexible where we have to step up when it's necessary even if the team uh, it's not uh, it's not direct under my responsibility but there is an issue and I need to solve it and it's from the team in there and I need to do it so yeah. we, uh, we we uh, uh, we step up and as well at our other my colleagues that are in other locations, if I have an issue of uh, any uh, of my teams that are in there, they step up and I try to solve as well locally if necessary. So, it's a typical matrix organization. Uh,
1: and how would you describe your main role in this organization? What is the, your most important function and role in, in Euronext?
0: So, it has been changed during the years, so it's it, I'm here only for three years, but it has been changed. So the first thing that I, my main responsibility in the beginning was you have to set up the Porto Technology Center. You have to, to hire 150 people, train them and the guarantee that it's stable. And that was my, my first, uh, my first uh, role in here. Then after hiring the people, uh, you have to manage the cybersecurity team we have to make it good, we have to make it work, and that everybody is confident with the the quality that we do have and with the delivery that they have. And that was the second thing that I have to step up after the setup. Then, in the beginning of this year, I stayed as well responsible for the data team, the data office that I just told you, and the challenge was okay, we have some, some things to, to solve in here. We have to have a good vision for the future, a good roadmap. We have some issues from the past that are still in there and you need to build a plan to guarantee that, we, that, that on, on one hand, you have a long-term vision, yep. but on the, short, on the short-term hand, you can as well deliver uh, the most critical things. And we built that and, uh, and uh, we solved it. And then on the other hand, uh, within the Euronext uh, Lisbon uh, role, as well, that I was appointing in the beginning of this year, uh, is to guarantee the stability as well of the the team and of the marketing here and to see if you can get uh, new sources of revenues. So it's quite diverse, you know, it's quite diverse, you know, the the challenges that I have, uh, and it's been increasing. Uh, And you're having fun. Yes, for sure. And uh, if if it was too boring, too stable, it's not for me. It's not for me.
1: Let's talk a bit about your management style. You already touched on empowerment and on control. Mm -hmm. So how how do you do that? How do you, I mean, you've built this big team. How do you manage them?
0: When I started the team, the first thing is I wanted to build it. That was the first thing. Uh, I wanted to build this, we need to to build this, we need to add the people. So I was quite focused on that. But then when you build the team and when you then uh, onboard the cybersecurity, when you do all that stuff, uh, I start to think, okay, I need to gain scale. I need to gain scale. And the only way to gain scale is to empower the people, grow the people, uh, and guarantee that they succeed. And if they succeed, you succeed. To do that, to guarantee that uh, they succeed, you need to give them the, uh, enough freedom for them to uh, be creative, to be innovative, to, 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 to build their own ideas as well. You need to give that, uh, that freedom to them. But on the other hand, after they define the things that they want to deliver, we need to guarantee that they, that they deliver itself. Yeah. And it's a mix of okay, empowering, giving them some freedom, but as well, uh, when they commit, that they can deliver it. Mm-hmm. And that is my role as well in there. Not just to control and to, to say that, okay, we need to track that, but as well to help them. Yeah. Because if, if the team is struggling to deliver something, it's not because they want to do it, yeah. uh, to, to, to struggle, it's because they have difficulties. And I want to be in there with them to guarantee that I, have, uh, that I provide the uh, support uh, for them to be succeed.
1: So that's your management style. Yeah. So if we then move to leadership, mm-hmm. an interesting way to, uh, to probe this is to see what, what do you think that people around uh, tell about you when you're not around? How do they perceive you as a leader in your, in your perception? So
0: I think the first, and, and I have a lot of feedbacks uh, in the last years and in this company as well. The first thing that they appreciate in me is honesty. Mm-hmm. So I usually tell everything that I think. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's, it's always like that. And uh, I always am honest with people to guarantee that they perceive my point of view and they understand why I'm asking something. When I'm asking something, they need to understand why. And I always try to give my feedback on that and tell them why, why I'm asking you this. And they understand that. And even some people um, with the attrition that we do have, they have exit interviews. Mm -hmm. The thing that they write in the exit interview is that from me, it's always that. It's very consistent everywhere, honest.
1: So, honesty, you're direct in what you clear and what you want. Um, because that brings me to your MBTI profile. And in this series of conversations that we have, you use the MBTI profiles as a common thread And your personality type is an ESTG. And ESTGs are also known as the executives. If I summarize this personality uh, type, it is people that make sure that things, things are done correctly that results are reliably produced and that standards are met. You make expectations very clear to your teams, not only what needs to be done, but also when it needs to be done. Uh, And when managing a project, you're typically methodologically and detailed in your plan so that you make sure that the end product is delivered exactly as expected. Is that... Something that you recognize? Yeah, most
0: of the things <laughs> I recognize that. Uh, that's why I told you before that, okay, I give some empowerment to the people, but then they need to present me a plan. They mm-hmm. need to present me that, and then I need to control it as well to guarantee yeah. to make sure that that is delivered. So that's that's me. Uh, I'm more extrovert now, and that has changed during my, uh, during my life. I did TCM-BTI before a couple a long time ago, and then uh, in the last two or three years I did uh, two or three times. Now it's consistent, it's extrovert uh, but before it was introvert okay and that and that uh, that changed over time. and I think because uh, when I did the first time this test, uh, I was not exactly on this role, so I was an IT architect, mm-hmm. uh, more thinking on my own, guarantee that we deliver, that we design good solutions. And then with the time I evolve and I uh, evolve uh, in the direction of ext- extrovert yep. uh, to guarantee that you know I have more impact probably on people and that we uh, together with the more people we can deliver more stuff probably. It's-
1: did you do anything special to 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 become more extroverted to be more I think open? so.
0: I I think so. Why? Because I always like to 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 study as well and study myself in order to guarantee that I have more impact on others. Mm-hmm. And I did some trainings as well in several different universities and it
1: it Yeah, you went to NCR to Stanford to to top schools. Yes. to learn MIT uh, as yeah. well. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: so um what I wanted to make sure is that I have uh, more impact on people, and that leads me to this kind of training, mm-hmm. but everything starts with awareness so it's it's the it's the main thing Absolutely. Uh, awareness and if you want to change so okay I'm this, probably I will have more impact with that, and if I want to change yeah. to do that and one of the things it's it's one more uh, it's my characteristic is that I like change uh, honestly it's mm-hmm. one of the things that if I'm too steady for a long period, I'm not comfortable. So it's, uh, I, need, I need to do stuff. I need to do change. Yeah. I need change in my life to guarantee that I keep evolving and, uh, and progressing. Yeah. Because the things uh, in my career, the moments where I was more stretched uh, because of uh, hard work, of projects very difficult, difficult situations, is where I evolve more. So that, that is clear to me. Yeah. And that's why I keep pushing myself to this, this effort of change, of studying stuff, of moving, moving on and not stay still.
1: People with your personality type, they are excellent organizers. They enjoy to create order, dedicated, strong-willed, loyal, patient, reliable. That's a number of strong points. I'm sure um, uh, many of them ring a bell uh, for you. More challenging uh, things for uh, for people with your uh, profile is uh, working with your emotions, with expressing emotions, and, and building uh, emotional relationships with people in your team. How do you how do you manage that? Have, because that's important to, to to lead a team as well.
0: Uh, I use honesty. Okay, that, that is my key to guarantee that the people are still engaged. Not all the time I have nice words to say to the people because if we have problems or if you have uh, uh, things to solve and they are not being solved, uh, it's not with nice things that sometimes uh, the things get done. And sometimes I need to, to push the team to the next level. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, my, my uh, secret in here is the honesty. Explaining the people why and the team why we are doing this and why this is important for me, but as well for them, I can engage with them. And even if it is a hard task, I remember perfectly uh, when we started the first uh, the first roadmap of, of uh, cybersecurity that it was a huge transformation that we did in the first year. And I remember perfectly some of my team elements that uh, saying that it was impossible to do it or whatever is too much. It's uh, we will not have the capabilities. I remember perfectly to have that. And in the end of the year we did it, it was tough, we did it, but everybody was happy with that. And uh, they will remember for sure in the coming years in their experience, if uh, they move to other company or whatever, they will remember th- those times. Why? Because on one hand was challenging, was honest as well because they, they, they knew that they can trust in me,
1: yeah.
0: and in the end they deliver it. So this it, it it is, it is powerful.
1: Another possible challenge, with, uh, because that's an interesting way to discuss about this, is that people with your uh, personality type sometimes have difficulty to relax because you're very dedicated, strong-willed, hard-working and and relaxing is not necessarily an easy thing. Is that the same for you? Yes, you're right.
0: (laughs) Completely right. (laughs) Completely right. I don't like to be relaxed. You don't like it? I don't like to be relaxed. Ah. I don't like to. So just on holidays with family. Okay, in there I'm relaxed. Okay, but on work I don't like to be relaxed. You're always focused. Always focused. Always searching the next opportunity, the things that we have to improve. And you know, as in complex IT systems mm-hmm. and in complex IT teams, there are always things to to be improved. Yeah. And I'm always searching to those opportunities to guarantee that we are better and better and better as a team. So that's that's one of of, of the focus. And I'm it's difficult to be to to be relaxed. Uh, uh, in my personality.
1: Yeah, but sometimes you need to relax. I mean, you, you need to keep the balance and, and make sure that. that I'm feeling
0: also... very comfortable with okay. the, with the, with the stress and the, with the pressure. It's. Uh... And
1: what is, how do you, what is your way to deal with stress? Then? Is that you have certain convictions, or I mean, do you, I don't know, do you meditate? Do you go running? Do you do sports? What is what is your way to deal with stress?
0: it's uh, you know it's uh, the family of course the, the f- when I'm at home I'm at home so it's uh, no work at home so it's, it's something that uh, that I don't do mm-hmm. uh, it's very difficult sometimes to answer an email but just that not more than that uh, that is an escape for me uh-huh. uh, in the daily work I like this kind of uh, of movement in this kind of uh, of stress and uh, the pressure I think it's uh, it's good to move, make the things uh, move on so it's, you um,
1: have a family and children, yeah. um, let's talk a bit about that. What is it that, um, that you would like to give to your children? What are the, the values or the, the, uh, the, the beliefs that you would like your children to take on from you?
0: I, uh, I do the same with my children as I do with my teams, Honesty. be always honest. Focus on what is the best for, uh, for the company, the best for your life, the best for, uh, for everything. So mm-hmm. focus on that and be always honest with that. I think that is the most important value mm-hmm. uh, that, uh, that I can transmit to my, to my children.
1: And what do you want them to become? Do you want them to become very successful, very rich, very social, very... What is for you the, 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 the values, aside from honesty, of course, but the other values that are important for you? You know,
0: uh, I'm investing as well for them to be succeed, uh, to succeed in, in the education and all of that. But I think it's up to them to, to decide uh, what makes them uh, happy. Uh, one thing that I want to transmit to them and to give them okay, is a good education mm-hmm. uh, for them to choose whatever they want to do. Yeah. Uh, but uh, then it's up to them to, 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 to decide.
1: And when are you happy in your work? When are you really happy that you go home and say, this was really a night, this was a, a super day, this is what I do it for?
0: It's when we deliver something, it's my profile. <laughs> <laughs> when we achieve some tough objective, it's when I'm happy at, uh, mm-hmm. at, uh, when I leave the company. But usually I don't, if, even if I have some problem, a huge problem at the company, I don't take that on. I can uh, make the, the, the separation because home is, to, uh, is another thing. Okay. Uh, I, don't, I don't take problems home or from, the, from the job, no.
1: Did you have in, in your career mentors, people that you look up to, that, that you learn from, that you want to share?
0: Yes. Um, my first job, it was, it was challenging because I, I was coming from the university. The first contact that I had in there was uh, uh, in my professional life was with the CIO of a company. And um, he was, uh, it was amazing because uh, he was leading a, a team of 200 people or whatever. And he was very pragmatic. If you catch me in the elevator, I want you to do something, blah, 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 blah. And we discussed uh, how to do this stuff. And I was a trainee. So it was quite interesting because he trusted people. And he was very focused and very pragmatic in order to deliver that. And, and I still remember some of the meetings that I had at that time, a long time ago. But it was really interesting other thing that i do uh, after that is try to learn with the best so i read I read stuff in terms of management leadership i used to read uh, to read uh, a lot about that because you know what are
1: some of your favorite management or leadership books that you uh,
0: yes from daniel goldman for sure uh, some uh, some others uh, that I read some papers as well from Harvard. I used to read uh, to read them, uh, a lot of them. So it's uh, I used to to, to read uh, to to read these this, this kind of uh, uh, papers. Mm-hmm. Why? Because it's my profile again. It's yeah. uh, uh, they are short, concise. I read them three four pages, get the content, and I apply it. I usually apply I apply that the leadership. And why I did, uh, I'm reading those? Because in terms of technically my, my, my background is technical yeah. so I have the I have the, all the concepts in there and the, I, what I invested last you know uh, five to ten years was on leadership that that for sure that was the investment that I did in terms of transformation that's why probably the introvert to extrovert change change yeah. on that
1: another thing that I would like to ask you is I mean you've you've made quite a career and and you have a, a, a very interesting role here in this exciting pan-European organization, And what would your advice be to people that are 10 years younger and that have the ambition to, to have uh, one day a, a similar responsibility like, like yours? What are the elements that people need to become successful as a digital leader?
0: First you need to have a track record as well, because uh, to be a digital leader you need to deliver stuff. So you need you need to be successful on, on what you do. So you need to put a lot of energy on what you do. Then you need to get out of the crowd. So you you are in the, in with a lot of people, uh, peers of you, and you need to make an impact. And you need to know how to make an impact. What are the best the projects that you need to invest? What are the things that are most most important for the company itself, where you can get uh, visibility, and that that is quite important. And then uh, keep. Continue on a daily basis to work like that, being honest, uh, deliver uh, projects, deliver things that make uh, that are good for the for the company, and uh, with that, uh, and with the time, and with some you know uh, intelligence and strategy and personal development, you can you can do it, you can achieve it, and it's possible. It's possible if you want it. It's uh, uh, anyone that wants that. It's it's possible. If it's not in company A, it's in company B. So it's uh it is possible.
1: Do you have a personal mantra something that your prin- principles that you live by that you um that always come back for you?
0: One of the things that uh, I do believe is uh, and that I like a lot is to getting the things done. Uh, that that for sure. That for sure that is one of the things that I focus on on a daily basis. Other thing is pragmatism. So I'm very pragmatic so it's a uh, uh, if something needs to be done, I will go to the to the best way to deliver to deliver that and the most pragmatic uh, uh, solution. So um, that's pretty much it.
1: Okay, we we touched on a lot of different uh, points in this conversation. Is there any last things that you want to uh, to share that you say? Well, this is really something that is that is important for me.
0: Yeah, so since um, since my career I have been moving around uh, several different companies and each company has a has a different way to uh, to approach things. And uh, with the, the knowledge that you learn in different companies, you evolve yourself and you evolve your mind and the way do, that you do, do stuff. And sometimes uh, even if I like the change, uh, sometimes some some of the change are hard because you know when you are in there you move from a job that uh, that uh, that you were very controlled and every, everything was already in the under, under under control to a new job and uh, and sometimes the things are different. And the success from the past does not guarantee you the success in the future. The approach is different. In this company it's different from the previous company where I was. And quite different, a lot of different. And the approach uh, needed to be quite different. And sometimes it take uh, takes some time to understand okay uh, in in this job I did it in this way but uh, the context is quite different in this in this way so you, you need to adapt and this is key mm-hmm. the adaptation is key in this in this in this world uh, it's not the most stronger that survive but the ones that adapt no. uh, adapt quickly to the new uh, to the new things
1: because being a, a a top digital leader is not an obvious thing right yeah I mean you need to be uh, uh, a very good manager and be able to build teams. You need to be a, a strong leader and paint a vision of where people want to go so that you can deliver. Um, you need to be on top of your technology and make sure that you make the right decisions there. Um, and, and and you need to be very close and understand the business and, and work with the business and be part of the business. So That's, that's, that's a lot of qualities and capabilities that you need in a, in a digital leadership, right?
0: Yeah, and that is it's it's not uh, easy, and it's not uh, something that you enter a new company in the business that you don't know, and immediately you are you are you will succeed. It's it's not it's not like that that this happens. This yeah. takes time, you know, and uh, and this is a challenge, and only with time you can deliver things that are a success, but the other things it's. It's not there. You need more time to, to learn business, learn the, the things that you need to learn to cause more, uh, more impact. Mm-hmm. And that is, uh, is taking time. So, uh, and that was the path that I, in Euronext that I created. First, uh, I, I bet on the things that I could do better. Create teams, uh, organize teams, uh, deliver technology. And then, after, is focus on the business side. Okay, understand better the business. Now, this is, this that, uh, is already controlled. So let's focus on the other part and develop. And this takes time as well. So it's, uh,
1: and I can imagine, with your personality, your interest, your experience, that Euronext now is is a very interesting uh, environment because it's highly technological, but also very commercial at the same time, right?
0: Yes, it's it's very. Uh, this moment at Euronext is is quite interesting because last year we acquired the Dublin Stock Exchange, so the Stock Exchange of of Ireland. And this year we acquire uh, Oslo Bors, so the stock exchange of Norway. Yeah. So it's a new business that we are heading, new people that we are heading, and this is interesting to be in in the company right now because we are we have an ambition to grow, to be uh, to expand our, our, our model to other geographies, yeah. and this is quite interesting because uh, put us uh, in contact with different, with different teams, different uh, countries, different cultures. And this is quite interesting to work with uh, with uh, with new people on those uh, on those
1: countries. Does that also mean that um, because you're growing, that you have more means, that, that 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 there's enough budget to do a new project? That's that you can grow as a company, so that you can then also have teams that can do new projects. Is is that? Sim- important
0: as well? That, that is key you know one thing is to have budget and we, we, we have budget to acquire those companies but at the same time we need good people as well because uh, as I told you during during his interview we hired a new team completely new team in 2016 and seventeen. and uh, my role as a manager is to import them to guarantee that they can do my job in the future for me to be possible to do other stuff And this is what I've been doing the last, at least the last two years, it was my job to do it. Grow the teams, empower the teams, grow them, uh, teach them, uh, coach them, uh, make them be better managers, okay? And for me to be possible to do other stuff. That's why I stayed with the other teams globally. And now we are as well uh, leading uh, and uh, trying to integrate other stock exchanges as well. Uh, in order to free my time, to have time to, to, to take care of that. And that is key as a manager, to build a strong team and to empower them. So uh, uh, if I have uh, one of the of the good things that I have as, uh, as personal characteristics is to empower and to coach them to evolve the team. That, that, is, uh, that is something that uh, the team values on me as well.
1: So with this, I would like to thank you, uh, Manuel, for this um, nice interview, and wish you a lot of success in the rest of your career, and your next or beyond. Thank you. Thank you, Manuel. (laughs)